Welcome to season four of your next mission video podcast. And I am super excited about this one. Today, we're celebrating the Army's 248th year birthday with two very special men who lead our nation's great army. Hua! They're going to share the priorities the Army has undertaken this past year and talk about the Army of the future. And we're going to talk about the Army's new Be All You Can Be marketing campaign they had just launched. So hang in there. You won't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome to Your Next Mission video podcast, where we tell the stories of those who have served in the past and those who are serving today. From transition to financial wellness, VA benefits to mental health, we cover issues facing veterans, active military, and their families. Now here's your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Hello out there, warriors, past and present, your families, and thank you for your service to our great country. Now, before we get started, I personally want to thank our presenting sponsors, Navy Federal Credit Union and Purdue University Global, for making your next mission happen. They love our veterans and families, and I say it every week, we love them too. As I said earlier, we have a, an incredible show today. We're going to be celebrating the Army's 248th year birthday, and to help me celebrate I'm so excited to introduce the 40th and current Chief of Staff of the Army, General James C. McConville, and the 16th and current Sergeant Major of the Army, Michael A. Grinston, joining us from the Pentagon. Welcome. So good to have you on the show. It's great to be with you. Oh, you got to show that motivation. Now, this is the Army's birthday. I'm pumped up. We have a number of topics to get to, but but first, how about uh, each one of you telling the audience just a little bit about yourself? And, sir, we'll start with you. Yeah, sure. Before I begin, uh, what I really want to do is to recognize and thank Sergeant Major of the Army Grinston uh, for a lifetime of, of service. You know, we are the world's greatest Army because we have the world's greatest non-commissioned officers, and it starts right here with the Sergeant Major of the Army and his wonderful family. And speaking of non-commissioned officers, I am the son of an enlisted sailor. And my, my dad was a second-class petty officer in the Navy uh, during the Korean War. And he inspired me to serve, inspired me to go to West Point, and inspired me, quite frankly, to stay 42 years. And, and now I have uh, three uh, children, uh, two sons and a daughter that uh, serve in the Army, a son-in-law that serves in the Army, and, and my wife is also a veteran. So we're very, very blessed to have an opportunity to serve this country. You know, sir, you're, that's really bad. I, I tell everybody, I stayed 36 years in the Army, and you had 42. Everybody that uh, had less than me always call them a quitter. I guess you can call me a quitter. Sergeant Major, how about yourself? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll lead off with um, we have a great non-commissioned officer corps. It's because of our great officers that allow us to be all that we can be. Hooah. So without uh, my great leadership, um, I couldn't do everything that I've been able to do the last uh, four years and probably the last 35 going on 36 years if it wasn't for the great officers. So uh, a, a special thanks to uh, General McConville, his leadership during COVID, uh, civil unrest, hurricanes, forest fires, uh, elections, Russia, you name it. Um, the country doesn't know what he's done, but I do. And I just want to say on behalf of the country, thank you for your leadership. Well, I, I, you, you know, I know how tough that job is. and I just want to 
tell you from this old guy right here, thanks a lot for what you guys do and what you continue to do for, for our great Army. You know, the Army birthday is a very special day for, you know, all of us that served. Would each of you tell us uh, what the Army birthday means to you? And, and sir, start with you. Yeah, what the Army birthday means to me is, is 248 years of distinguished service uh, from Americans. And, you know, uh, going back to the beginning of this country, uh, it was American soldiers uh, that brought this freedom to bear. And it's often, often been said that wherever the American soldier goes, freedom follows. And we were recently uh, in, in Eastern Europe, and we saw what happens uh, with an unprovoked attack on a country's freedom, such as Ukraine. And, and what I saw was when we put American soldiers into the Baltics and Poland and Romania, freedom stayed. And that's what uh, the people of those countries thought. The presence of the American soldier uh, gave them uh, great uh, pride uh, in their country. And quite frankly, uh, they knew that we were committed to preserving their freedom, and that makes a big deal. Yeah. You know, one of the things that always bothers me is the fact that, you know, not many people know much about the Army. You know, there's less than a percent, I think it is, that serve in the military. And, and it breaks my heart sometimes. That's why we're doing this show, to make sure we educate a lot more people about exactly what the Army does. Sergeant Major, same question to you. Uh, what does the Army mean to you? Well, the Army birthday to me is just really a time to celebrate the past and all the accolades that we've had for 248 years. But it's also, for me, a time to look at the future. What What's ahead of us? We have the world's greatest army, and we got to continue uh, to be that way. So when we look at the past and celebrate who we are, let's uh, remind us ourselves of who we are. Uh, we've never failed a mission, and we got to continuously do that for the next 248 years. So it's not just about the past, but it's also about celebrate, celebrating the future of what we can be. Yeah. You know, one of the things, again, that bothers me is the fact that, you know, there's so much that goes in the Army each and every day, and not too many people know about uh, the kind of sacrifices our families and, and our veterans make for all of us, for, for this country each and every day. Sir, we last had you on the show exactly one year ago when we celebrated the Army's 247th year birthday. Whoa. <laughs> uh, there you go. I know. I love that. I know the Army has been extremely busy since then, just like they have been in the past 247 years. What would you like to say to the American people to uh, to take away from what the Army has done, in, you know, in the past year? Yeah, I think it's, it's um, you know, really important uh, that we recognize, first of all, the support of the American people. Our, you know, our soldiers, uh, no matter where they go in the United States, uh, uh, a thank for this service. And I think that's really important because we're asking a lot of our soldiers today. Uh, you know, Sergeant Major and I uh, were all over uh, Europe, uh, in the Baltics, in, in um, you know, we've been in uh, Germany, we've been in Poland, we've been in Romania, and we have American soldiers serving really all over Europe, reassuring our allies and partners and de deterring any further aggression. And we have them in the Middle East doing the same thing. And, and we have soldiers in Korea, we have soldiers in the Indo-Pacific, again, reassuring allies and partners, and quite frankly, helping maintain stability and security uh, in the world, which we all benefit from. But they're also at home. They're responding to national disasters. Uh, they're re responding uh, to COVID. Uh, they're helping out uh, fellow citizens. And so wherever, uh, you, you know, we, we go, you know, the our American soldier is protecting the nation 
They're doing a great job, and I'm proud to serve with each and every one of them every single day. Yeah, again, a lot of people just don't know the kind of sacrifices our veterans make or our active duty service members uh, make for our country. Sergeant Major, same question to you, though. Yeah, when I, when I reflect back on last year, especially uh, on a, the Army's birthday, is I look at just one little simple thing. It said, um, you know, last year, maybe a little over a year now, um, we activated the 18th Airborne Corps on a no-notice deployment um, and the 82nd and 1st Brigade of the 3rd ID. And that's what's special is the 1st Brigade of 3rd ID had just come back from Korea uh, about three months earlier. They were not part of the immediate response force, and, but they were ready. And when we called them, they picked up and they left. They didn't ask. Most Americans probably don't even know the story of 1st Brigade of 3rd ID. You know, in February, when asked to go deploy right now to lead their families again, I re that's what's special about our Army. We just do these things. And sometimes people don't know. I wish everybody in the world would know how great your Army is. Uh, but when I reflect on some of the amazing things that Army does, that's just one vignette that happens all the time. When the Army's called, we just execute. And, and behind that is a soldier, and behind that is their family. So yeah. I'm extremely proud of them. Yeah. You, you know, I, sometimes I reflect back on the time I was in the military and I think about the fact that all the birthdays I missed and, you know, and all the, uh, you know, all the celebrations because I was deployed doing some other stuff around the world. And, and you know, you lose so much when you when you grow up in the Army, but you but you make a difference for the country. And, and the other thing I tell you, we'll talk about in a little while is is I really grew up, uh, you know, whether or, not, whether or not some people think I'm a good man or a bad man. The Army allowed me to be who I am today, and I, I'm just certainly proud of that. Sir, Sir Sergeant Major, the, now you have, uh, I had a slogan. When I came to the Army, it says, hey, we want you. You know, I remember that finger pointing at me and getting me motivated to come in the Army. But recently, the Army launched their new Be All You Can Be marketing campaign. And I've seen, a, you know, I've seen a lot of commercials and other social medias behind that campaign. And it seems to me everybody really likes it. They really identify with the be all you can be. Chief, you want to talk about that campaign and what I guess what it means to you and how do you think it's doing? Well, you know, when I came in the Army, uh, you know, I went to West Point in 1977, came into the Army in 1981. They rolled out this be all you can be. And so what it means to me, it's a great answer to the why. You know, yeah. Why should you join the Army? You ask a parent, you know, why should my kid join the Army? So he or she can be all they can be. Why yeah. should you join the Army? So you can be all you can be. I, I think it makes sense. We've had other slogans, Army of One, you know, Army Strong, all, all may be good, but I think just captures the essence of service to the United States Army. Be all you can be. You can do anything you want to do in the United States Army. In fact, you could be all you can be. Yeah, yeah. So, Sergeant Major, love, next question, we're going to ask you the same question. Yeah. What does it mean to me? It's about... Um, you know, having the opportunities to be all you can be in the Army, we've got all these incredible things that you can do. Um, and I just kind of reflect as a little kid from Jasper, Alabama, who grew up, uh, you know, I wouldn't say we were poor. We had everything we needed, but I couldn't imagine that 35, 36 years, first of all, we'd be sitting next to the chief of staff of the Army. Uh, unless he was like firing me or something yelling at me, but uh, <laughs> or I, I got to meet the president or, you know, I got to meet the secretary of defense. So that's what it means to me is being all you can be to reach every limit of your possibilities that you can 
have as a human being, regardless of where you come from or what your background is. Uh, and that's why this campaign is extremely special, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this story for the chief or something, but but uh, when I grew up, the last uh, bedroom I have, I lived in, I lived in a laundry room. It was just big enough for a bed. And uh, I, I had to pick my feet up and close the door. I had three shelves that I'd put my clothes on. I had a little cord I'd turn the light off and a little vent I'd look at. And uh, and, and, I, and that's where I grew up. I, I stayed there about three and a half years while I was going to high school. And I remember when I graduated from school, uh, somebody said, hey, uh, what are you going to do? You're going to go to college. And I said, no, guys like me don't go to college. And the next person said, you want to join the army? And I said, sure, why not? And, and I, you know, went into the army, went basic AIT jump school and straight to Vietnam. And I tell you that story because exactly what you're talking about now, it'll, it allowed me to, to be all I can be. A poor kid, didn't never have anything. Uh, I think one time I've owned three businesses. I've, I've been blessed. I've worked with a lot of people over the over the time that I was in the military, now out of the military. But it really changed my life. It allowed me to to do things I never, never, never would have had an opportunity to do. And so I've been I've been really blessed. Chief Sergeant Major, hold that thought. We'll be right back. We're going to make a little commercial here real quick. We're talking with the Chief of Staff of the Army, General James C. McConville, and the, and the Sergeant Major of the Army, Michael A. Grinston. And you're watching Your Next Mission video podcast with me, your host, Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major Army. And don't forget, if you're enjoying this discussion, I know that you are because it's about it's about our Army. It's about our Army's birthday. It's about making a difference with the people that we work with each and every day. Please like us. Click on that subscribe button. Hey, uh, to pick up where we left off, why, why should somebody choose to join the Army? Yeah, I, I, you know, I was just thinking what you were saying, Jack, and uh, I remember I was 16 years old in Quincy, Massachusetts, which is a working class town just south of Boston. And I worked for the Quincy Sewage Department. And actually, you know, we were actually shoveling um, human waste, I guess is probably the, the proper word. No, you can use any word you want to. Go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, so we're, you know, we're in there and I got waiters on with a couple other kids and we got pitchforks and we're shoveling all this stuff. And I remember we spent the day there and it was really not a best place to be. And I got some really good mentoring. And uh, one of the older gentlemen said, hey, Jim, go to school. You don't want to be doing this when you're 45 years old. I didn't want to be doing it when I was 16 years yeah. old. You know? yeah. and, and then you think about you know, what the Sergeant Major talked about, the opportunities you have in the military to get training, to get discipline, to get schools, to go all over the world. And you know, whether you serve four years, you serve 42 years, it will make a difference. You will have the opportunity to make an impact on the world. And you shouldn't give up that opportunity. I, I advise everyone to consider serving if they can. Well, I, again, I, I uh, go into war, and I'm sure the same with you guys. I went from 18 to 55. It really made me grow up. Uh, it, again, it made me be a better person. Same question, Sergeant Major. Why should somebody do, uh, choose to join the United States Army? Yeah, I, I would just say kind of three things. Um, number one is purpose. Yeah. I mean, the... I mean, um, imagine that you have an impact. You know, the chief said it. You can have a sense of purpose on the world. I mean, whether you're helping the, the Afghans leave Afghanistan and taking care of them on the Army base or helping out in a hurricane or a forest fire. Uh, so that's one of the reasons is just having a purpose in your life that's something bigger than you. And the second is the people. And I, I guarantee the chief and I will we'll all look back on, have fond memories. Our most fond memories will be 
of the people that we serve with. I've served with the greatest officers I've ever seen, but they're just good people. And I've got friends of mine, uh, two of my friends, O'Neill and Michael. Um, I called them up by the house and said, hey, I need you to come help me out. And, like, and there was never a question like, oh, I'm busy or this. They're like, hey, what day? And we'll be there. And uh, it was kind of funny. They were like sitting on my lawn before I had actually bought the house. So uh, incredible people that you meet. So if you want to be around, you want to have a purpose and you want to meet great people. And then lastly is, can you reach your potential? Um, you may have a whole bunch of other places you can go, but are we going to, we will push you in the army to actually reach your potential. And I think with those three things, that's what I would say. Why would I join the Army? To have a great purpose, meet great people, and then ultimately to reach uh, the potential that what's inside you. you. You know, it's all about people. You know, I put a, I put a post out today that talked about, uh, you know, sometimes you meet people and you only talk to them for 30 seconds or a minute or, or two minutes or whatever. But you have a tremendous uh, impact on them. So never think that, uh, you know, when you're talking to somebody that's not important, it's important the way you treat people, the way you talk to people. And, and really, let's be honest, we get paid to coach and, and train people for the future. You know, in, in the military profession, you know, there's no second best in our profession. Uh, you know, when I raised my hand and said, I will, I'll protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. That, and really, I tell people all the time, that means I'm willing to die for this country. And, and a lot of people in this country never really fully understand the kind of sacrifices uh, our military is, is willing to make. You know, I talked to a few minutes ago, how, about, how the Army changed my life. It, it, it made me a better person. I hope it made me a better person. I, I'm going to ask you both the same question. How did it change your life, Chief? How did, did the Army change your life in any way? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I grew up in, like I said, just south of Boston, really hadn't had a chance to, to see the world, really didn't have a chance to, to meet a lot of great and interesting people. And again, you know, the, the Army gave me a chance to, to see the world. It gave me a chance to meet some incredible, committed uh, people. Uh, it, it gave me a chance to, to serve with heroes uh, almost every single day. And that, that's really hard to believe when you actually know those people that are wearing that, you know, that, that blue medal with the white stars on it, mm -hmm. that, that, that little <laughs> ribbon there. And you yeah. get a chance to, you know, to call them your friends. And uh, But it's just so many good Americans serving in the Army, in our military. And, you know, for me, it's just an honor to have the opportunity to know these people. And you can't get it anyplace else. You, no. you can't, you cannot get the same purpose, the same commitment, you know, the same cohesion, the same teams. There's no better team than the United States Army. Yeah. You, you know, I, like I said, I put that social media post out today, and I got a, I got a note from somebody I met in, in 1995. Right, that's a lot of years ago uh, when I was a battalion sergeant major, and he said, uh, "Sergeant major, I, I met you in 1995, and uh, you was my battalion sergeant major." He said, "I wanted to know that you changed my life. You you showed me uh, how to take care of people, how to support people, and and uh, and he's, it's, I think he stayed in the army eight or nine years and got out. Now, 95 to now, that's that's a long ways away, and he didn't have to say anything to me. But again, it's important the things we do for our country and the people that we work with. The other thing I'll tell you is that if you're in the military, you retire, or whatever, if you're talking to somebody that you met throughout the military, it's like you talked to him yesterday. If you don't see him for 20 years, and then you start talking to him, it's like you talked to him yesterday. It's it's, it's just a good feeling. Sergeant Major, same question. How does the military affect you? How does the Army affect you? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of already told a little bit about my story and yeah. how it changed my life. But there's so much more. I mean, I could go on for hours. Same thing with the chief. 
I think what, for me, what really sticks out that how it changed me is growing up in a small town and, you know, most of my family's, you know, stayed in that small town. They've done some traveling, but for me to live in different countries really opened up my eyes and my aperture of what the world really is. Yeah. And I just want to be really honest on this, you know, my perception of the world. The world actually is basically full of good people. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and they want the same thing that we want. And, you know, I'm I'm in Afghanistan and there's this Afghan on top of that hill. You know, he may not even have running water, but he wants the exact same thing I want. He wants a better life for his family. And I, I don't think I would have really understood that about the world uh, had I not joined the Army. And, and I know... The world actually is still full of uh, really bad people, but uh, I'd like to say the majority of folks uh, around the world have almost the same values of, hey, I just want a better life for uh, me and my family. And and that's what the Army kind of showed me. There's a lot more uh, to the world uh, than Alabama football, which is really hard to understand if you're from <laughs> Alabama, but um, <laughs> I, I, I still roll tide. Just got to throw that in there. Um but uh, it really opened up my eyes. It really changed me uh, for the rest of my life. I'm really you know, happy I did it. Yeah, I was just going to say, that they, uh, coming in the Army, and especially, I, the other thing is, working at the Pentagon, you know, I thought I knew a lot about the Army uh, when I was a, a division in, in the three-star billet. I worked at CENTCOM and did a lot of stuff. But I really learned more about the Army and how the Army functions when I got to the Pentagon. I mean, I again, I thought I knew a lot about it, but... Uh, I've learned a lot more, and I, I just uh, I just really appreciate it. As leaders of our great Army, what what, are, what out of all the accomplishments and things you've done throughout your you know the, throughout the time that you've been in the Pentagon, what's two things that you really feel good about that you accomplished while you was there in the Pentagon, the Chief? What's two things well, that think, really stick out? You know, I haven't accomplished anything. We have accomplished. Ah, we! I, I love the we thing. We, yeah, but, absolutely. And I and I mean that seriously. I I think you know. When I, when the Sergeant Major and I take a look at things, so we talk about people first, and I think we've, you know, we've done a lot uh, to, to in, improve the quality of life uh, for for people that are, that, again, that are deployed all over the world. And when you think about it, we're in 143 countries, yeah. you know, around the world, you know, helping protect the nation and, and helping reassure those allies and partners. And I, I think that is uh, extremely uh, important. Uh, that we put in place the systems to take care of our soldiers and also uh, to help manage their talents. You know, we're in a war for talent right now. And so how we pick our leadership, you know, the Sergeant Major and I and, and the team have put in, in you know, an assessment program. So we're getting the right leaders because our soldiers deserve the best leaders mm -hmm. at the battalion and brigade command level. In fact, even the Sergeant Major of the Army just went to a rigorous assessment program that I would rival anyone to go through. And, and it's the right thing to do to make sure uh, that we are picking uh, the right leaders. And, you know, we've made sure the Army's been ready and we've demonstrated that on every occasion. Uh, and that's important because that's what we exist to do. And our futures program has come along nicely. I know that's three, but that's future readiness. So no, I'll no, take, you can have it chief. Both, you're you know? the chief out there. No. You can have ten if you want. I'm not going to cut no, you. But, I think, but they all they all kind of come together because you know we 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 it's about people. We have to be ready today. We have to be ready tomorrow because winning does matter. Yeah, I'm glad you said we because it really is the team. You know, I asked the question, but it's it's the team that gets things done. Nobody is successful by themselves. 
if you don't have a team of people that pull together uh, and get it done, that's for sure. Sergeant Major, same question. What's, what's a couple of accomplishments that we, that, okay, I'm going to say you, oh, we, or I don't even want to yeah. say that. Yeah, clearly, Jack, uh, I'll leave with we. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I did anything. I don't know what you're Oh, you did um, a lot. Don't say that. No, I know you did a lot. I'd like to say that we got something that uh, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army couldn't get done. Is, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Go ahead. We, we uh, got a new Army combat fitness test. Uh, it, took, it took us... Um, it feels like 40 years, three failed attempts. And we finally changed the PT test at six events. It's a much better comprehensive yeah. test than, than what we've been able to accomplish. And uh, we, I was really excited we got that over their goal line. But there's a lot of things uh, that I'm really excited about. We got expert badges now. We have expert soldier badge. You've got expert uh, infantry badge we already had, an expert field medical badge. Uh, but one of the most exciting things in the army is we did the best squad competition and everybody seems excited about <laughs> doing this so um again you gave the chief three i figured i'd throw out three but um you, when you look at you know being fit being an expert in your craft and then being willing to put yourself out and go to one of those competitions and compete in the best squad to me, those are incredible things uh, for the Army, and that's really exciting. You, you know, I always wanted to win at everything. I love competition. If we had to go out and run, I wanted to be the fastest runner. If we did push-ups, I wanted to do more than anybody else. Uh, I, just, I think competition drives you, I, and it makes you a better person. Uh, I, I love it. Is there anything that you, that, you, okay, I, I, that you wish you would have accomplished that you didn't get done? Or is there something there that, and I'm going to talk to Sergeant Major, or talk to Sergeant Major this time. Is there something that you wish you would have gotten done, you just didn't, couldn't finish it up? Because I know it takes a long time to, to sort of, you know, work on things for a couple of years, the last two years of trying to finish them up. What's one thing that maybe you just didn't get to complete? Yeah, what, what I also say, Jack, is what's great about our Army is that we should have a whole list of things that we didn't get accomplished because we're trying to make the army better. Yeah. Um, and that's what's really been helpful. We've already announced to this, the next Sergeant Major of the Army is going to be, and we have a laundry list of things we're going to hand off uh, to the next Sergeant Major of the Army because that's how the army is. We shouldn't look at a date on the wall because I'm here because the army's bigger than the two of us and you, and it shouldn't stop because, you know, we leave. And I think, you know, I, I personally think I failed if the Army just stops and then we got to start all over again uh, with a new list of what's the Army doing. So we've got a list of things that we'd really like to go ahead and get accomplished. We'll pass that off uh, to the next command team. And just one example, but there's more than one, is we're still trying to get uh, the Warrior Restaurant Centers uh, completed where a soldier who's uh, goes to the defect, they can eat in the defect, or they can go to the commissary, and they can go somewhere else and get um, their meal, and it's not just tied to one location. And then the Army would still pay for it, just like your meal. So it's like you would do on a campus-style feed. But that's that's just one, Jack. We've got, I probably have another 20 or 30 things to go, but that's how the Army should be. Yeah, uh, We're great because we keep pushing ourselves to do better. And I won't quit. Um, not one second till I leave of trying to come up with something new for the next person to come up with. Um, so I don't have a list that says, hey, I'm going to cut this off and then and then start over. Uh, I don't think that we should do that. Well, the thing yeah, about I, it is the Army just keeps rolling along. I mean, you, and you're really right. They, that doesn't stop. And, 
and uh, and it just keeps moving and moving. It gets and really, quite frankly, it gets better and better and better and better because of you guys. I mean, you you did a lot. There's no question in my mind about that. But the people behind you are going to build onto that. They're going to continue to build and make the army better, better equipment, better. T- I, I was talking to somebody one day, and he says. Uh, you know, what's the difference in the Army? I said, well, the Army continues to change the technology and equipment, but leadership and the way you treat people and the way you accomplish your mission, it's nothing different. The only thing really ever changed in the military, I think, is probably the equipment and technology, but we have to get better. Chief, same question. Anything that you wish you would have? Yeah, I just, you know, I was thinking we talk about people, and uh, it, it, I kind of look at, I'm really pleased with the leadership, uh, officer and non-commissioned officer that's coming in quite be behind us. Yeah. As you said, the leadership is great leadership. I'm really pleased with the retention. Our retention's at a historical high right now, and, and that's great. We have, you know, folks that continue to want to serve. The challenge that we have right now, and quite frankly, I know you have a lot of veterans listening uh, to this uh, podcast, is with recruiting. We need um, help uh, inspiring young men and women to serve, to be all they can be. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's, it's what, you know, it's the future of the Army. And you know, you know, right now, 83% of the young men and women that come into the army come from military family members. You know, and and we and so we've we've kind of become a military family business. What we want to be is an American family business. We want everyone to have an opportunity to serve. So when they're old like us sitting around yeah. on a podcast, you know, they can sit back and go, you know what, I served. You know, I, I, you know, and I've done a lot with my life, but one of the most important or the most important thing I did in my life was serve in the army. And we want to give them that opportunity. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish the other day, my, uh, my granddaughter, now I have a great grandson. Uh, and so my grandson, which happened to be, uh, uh, seven years old and at school, uh, he wore an army shirt. All right. It says army across it. And then he had an American flag behind him, and he posed and sent me a picture. <laughs> I love it. And I called, I said, and I says, uh, where did you get that idea? She said, he got the idea from uh, the movie we, uh, The Little People or something like that. And he actually put music to it. So I thought, so I'm going to work on him and see if I can get him to come in in a few years. <laughs> hey, we're just about finished. What message would each of you like to leave uh, you know, our active duty service members, our, our veterans and families with uh, service start. What, what's the message you want to send out or, or tell people about, uh, yeah. you know, whatever? Yeah, my, my message is thanks. Okay. Thanks to all of those of the all of you who have served. We really appreciate your service. It's thanks to those who are serving right now, especially those in harm's way, and especially those families who are supporting uh, their soldiers so they can serve in harm's way. And thanks to those who are going to answer the call to serve. And we need you to do it. Uh, We want to give you the opportunity to be all you can be and be part of the world's greatest army that's ever existed. Thank you all. (laughs) So I'm ready. Same question. I I think for me, I'll be a little more edgy on this and say um, um, we really need your help uh, with the sessions. If you're a veteran and you're not talking just wonderful things about your army, shame on you. Yeah. I mean, we absolutely have to support those men and women uh, in the military. And the army is a great place to serve, 100%. And that's what we've been talking about. And that's what we've talked about for 248 years. 
And we need every veteran, every family member to remember what the Army did for us. Yeah. You know, no matter what. And uh, I think when they're walking down the street and they're talking to their grandson, their great grandson, and say, hey, this is a great organization. Uh, I'm proud that I was a part of it. And let me tell you about your Army. And that's where I'd ask everybody that's listening to this podcast or anybody that even walks past a service member, uh, you can say thank you for their service, but follow that up with, please tell me your story and why you love the Army so much. Yeah. And I think then uh, the American people will know those individuals, those heroes that the chief was talking about. They're walking by you every day and they never will tell you uh, their stories unless you ask them. And I, I would ask every veteran to speak highly of their service uh, and then anybody else listening to just talk to a veteran uh, and just say, hey, what's your story? How did you grow up in the in the Army? And I think you'd be amazed by the wonderful, great people that we have that, like you said, are dedicating their lives to serve their country. Yeah. Uh, and that's the message that I would share. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, well, first, I've got to go back. I don't just have one. I have three. I have three and a half. I have three okay, boys. I'm counting on you, Jack. <laughs> oh, Four enlistments. There you go. I got you. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on them. I hope I'm still around when they get old enough to come in. <laughs> hey, the other thing, for the people who listen today, you know, the Army's a great place. And I said it a few minutes ago. The Army changed my life. It allowed me to grow up and do things I never would have gotten a chance to do. And uh, it's just a wonderful place. And so if you're thinking about enlisting in the service, and there's a veteran out there, I, I think it's really important what you just said, Sergeant Major. Tell your story. Tell people about the kind of things that you did in the military, the kind of sacrifices you made, not for this country. And, you know, I talked a few minutes ago about it. You know, I missed uh, my birthdays and, and just all sorts of stuff that I should have been there, but I was deployed doing other things. But but that's something I missed. But but the the time I missed it, I was making a difference, not not just uh, for uh, the country, really for the world. I mean, the army's everywhere, and they're doing a lot of things that. People just have no earthly idea they're doing. But, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you they're making a difference. And they're making a, a big difference for a lot of people. Uh, Chief, Sergeant Major, any final thoughts? Anything? We just asked you a question. But any final thoughts? Anything you want to tell the audience that uh, maybe we missed or want to share with? Them? I know you want to get, get those veterans motivated about recruiting. I'm with you on that one. So I'll, you got my vote. I'm always in. Anything else, though? Thank you. Uh, I, just, I just want to thank you for your service, and and you you're a soldier for life, and uh, you continue to serve, and uh, by doing things like that, you continue to inspire young men and women to serve, and uh, it's the young men and women who answer the call, the the service that make us the world's greatest country, yeah, and well, world's greatest military. Whoa, I'm you. with you. I'm with you. Okay, Sergeant Major, how about yourself? Any final thoughts? Anything you want to share with the audience? Uh, same thing. Uh, thank you, Jack, for all your leadership, all those years, and what you continue to do, the message to the people. Uh, and if you didn't like me, uh, it was Jack Tilly's fault. He, drew, he, he <laughs> raised on, me in the army. No, slack. So, uh, no, I just say, uh, in all reality, Jack, thank you. Uh, and thanks for everybody listening. Um, at least you're listening. Uh, and uh, we have a great army, and I really appreciate all the support that we get. Yeah, it's... Uh... Sometimes I, I wish there was like a, a national program on television that showed more about Army. The other thing about the Army, a lot of times we do so much uh, that uh, we don't talk about it. We don't tell anybody about it. And we're just, we're just truly professionals that just keep getting the job done. And here's the last thing I'll say before we get on to, to something I want to do here in a minute. 
if you put all the services together, the Army's about the same size, all of them put together. Uh, we're deployed, we're, we're sacrificing, we're doing so much, but uh, it's a great place to grow up. It's a great place to make a lot of friends that never go away. And it's just uh, just a wonderful thing to do. So if you're listening and you got a young man or a young woman that wants to join the military, do it. Get out there and get me somewhere. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we let you go, it's tradition, at least on this show now, uh, to cut the Army's birthday cake. So please join us and uh, celebrate the occasion again. Now, sir, you know the rules here. Now, this year I have eight or nine people in the studio that are helping us out. And what we're going to do, I'm going to stand up in a minute. I'm going to cut the count. Go one, two, three. I'm going to cut the gate. Now, Sergeant Major, you weren't here last year. I'm going to see a big who out of you. All right? Yeah. But I'm going to go one, two, three, cut the cake. And you got to say, go Army Hua. Okay, you ready? All right. I don't want to. And look here. I just happen to have <laughs> my, my saver, okay? So here you go. Now, don't you guys let me down in here. All right. One, two, three. Go Army Hua! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Chief Sergeant Major, I, you know, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. And I know how busy you guys are, and I, I appreciate all that you uh, continue to do. So uh, thank you a lot for joining us today. And, and again, not just me, but all the people I'm associated with, we got your back. So, uh, we'll do whatever we can to, to help you. And I just don't say that, and uh, you know, I probably don't say it enough. And it's not just me. It's the veterans out there that care so much about the military. And they never say anything about it, but they're there. You just got to reach out to them and ask them. So thanks a lot for being on the show. Hua. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks again to General McConville and Sergeant Major Grinson. It was just great having them on the show. I'm Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. You've been watching your next mission video podcast. Thanks for watching today. And don't forget... If you enjoyed this discussion with General McConville and Sergeant Major Gritson, please like us. Click on that subscribe button below. And also, don't forget, click on the bell next to the subscribe button to receive notifications of all the upcoming video podcast releases. Don't forget, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your story about how we can uh, help you. Please leave me a message or send me a text at 844-424-1134 or send me an email at smatilly at yournextmission.org. What a great day this has been. Again, thanks to General McConville and Sergeant Major Grinson for being with us today. And I just want to say that, uh, you know, I love the Army. I, I love celebrating the Army's birthday. But most of all, I love talking about the United States Army, the kind of sacrifices they make for our country. You know, when I come to the service, I raise my head and said, I will. I will protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. It was a great life. It allowed me to grow from, you know, I come in at 17 and got out at 50 plus, but it allowed me to grow and it allowed me to be the person I am today. So if you're thinking about joining the Army, hoo get in there and join. Thanks so much for being with us today to celebrate the Army's birthday. And thanks to New Mind Studios and, of course, our presenting sponsors, Navy Federal Credit Union. Their members are the mission. And Purdue University Global, providing affordable online education for hardworking adults. We appreciate all you do for our military. And as always, see you on the high ground. hoo You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.